When you think about muscular tightness, joint stiffness, or just restrictions that feel uncomfortable, a lot of times we don't interpret that. We just look at it as a means that we need to stretch more. But in fact, if we look a little deeper and understand what's causing all of this tightness and stiffness, that's really where we can learn how to alleviate some of these issues. And if we look into how we're responding to training programs, strength and conditioning programs, also daily activities, daily movements, this will give us a lot of information as to how to train better, how to move better. And we can use this information or signals of tightness to help us to improve the way that we're moving and help us to get more out of all of our activities. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I hope you are all taking care of your health, staying healthy, and also finding all of these ways to work out. I know that gyms are opening across the country and gym settings have opened in Hawaii as well. And it's good that we're getting back into these normal routines and working out. But at the same time, be smart about your health. And we all just need to do our part to keep not only ourselves healthy, but family and the community as well. Today, I want to talk about a big component, especially as people are getting back into their fitness routines. It's about tightness. Think about the last time that you experienced any type of muscular soreness, tightness, joint restriction, stiffness. I mean, anything from after a hard workout, you experienced some tightness to maybe waking up in the morning and you had a stiff neck. Think about a specific case that you've experienced some excessive tightness. Now, tightness itself is usually not something that's very comfortable. And it's not something that if you feel tight, you can't really perform. Like think if you had a game or a match that you had to perform, it would really restrict and inhibit how you're able to move and how you're able to move fluidly and with power, explosiveness. So tightness is something that we want to alleviate before any type of high performance activity. But tightness is not necessarily always a bad thing. So what I mean by this is let's dive into the signal that tightness or the information that tightness provides us. And I think that's something that oftentimes we don't really pay attention to. What most people will do is think, I'm tight, so let's just stretch. But sometimes it's not just muscular or mechanical tension that's causing that tightness. To start off this episode, I want to go over some of the causes of tightness. These are some great examples, but it's not only limited to these reasons or these causes. So tightness, of course, it can have a mechanical type of cause. And mechanical meaning that you have muscular tension, you have fascial tension, neurotension, you know, anything mechanical, soft tissue wise or joint wise, that can, of course, create this feeling of tightness or any type of restriction. Now, that alone doesn't really tell us what the absolute cause is. So there's so many other things that can influence is your muscles your joints your body getting stiff and tight and of course one of the big ones is trauma or injury right think of the last time that you sustained any injury 
maybe sprain your finger, sprain your ankle, pulled your hamstring, strained a muscle. All of these have an influence and your body's response to this to help to protect the area is to create tightness. Typically create some splinting, some muscular restriction, some joint restriction to help to protect the area or the injured tissue as it heals. So you are going to get this stiffness and tightness after injury. After surgery is a prime example too. And with all of that trauma, there's going to be some stiffness. A lot of the stiffness could be due to the swelling as well. So it's all of these factors with trauma or injury that can be a cause of restriction and tightness. And in this case, obviously, stretching may not be the most productive or most beneficial thing to do to alleviate the tightness. Because if you need to heal certain tissues, that's priority over trying to lengthen out everything and stretch. So you can see the attack there or the plan of attack is a little different. Now think about the last time that you worked out really, really hard, the hardest that you have in a long time, and you got muscle soreness, DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, and you create and it created a lot of stiffness, tightness. Maybe you had a hard time moving into certain ranges of motion or even picking up your leg or your arm. That is a different type of reason or cause of tightness. It's because we caused, in this case, it's not like an injury per se, but it is taking you beyond that threshold of what your either muscular strength and conditioning could tolerate. Um, it does need some time to recover. And in this case, the plan to alleviate the tightness will be a little different. Yes, we can get some active movement in there. We can do some stretching, can do some rolling. But really, we need to make sure that we can recover appropriately. And more so, maybe take a look at what you did the last session or the last week and see how can I modify this so that I don't have such a long period where I'm super tight and I have a lot of delayed onset muscle soreness. And that could just be modifying your activity level or your program so that it's more progressive. Too strenuous all at one time and you need an excessive amount of time to recover and then you keep repeating that week after week. Honestly, that's not going to be the best way to attack or get your body stronger for certain activities or even exercise. So that's another reason. It could be your overall exercises and training. Now, if you take that a little further, if you're overtraining, right? You're getting into this cycle again that your body is breaking down and you are going to feel excessively tight pretty much all the time, especially if the overtraining is leading to actual tissue damage, tendonitis, joint damage, you are going to feel excessive tightness. So that's giving us a little different information as to how our body's responding to things just based off of tightness again. So the tightness might feel similar, but the cause or that reason as to what's contributing to the tightness, that's really what we need to pay attention to. Beyond training, the next thing is our sports and activities, even repetitive activities. And this might not even be related to an actual sport. It could be just daily life repetitive activities. So for example, if you're an overhead athlete, for all of you throwers out there, you know, there are going to be some issues or some places that when you throw excessively, or maybe even when you're just getting back into your season, that you experience some shoulder tightness here and there. Also, in the long term with throwers, yeah, we do see some shoulder restrictions here and there. And some of that actually makes you better at your sport. So it's not saying that we need to address every single aspect of tightness. Sometimes it's understanding how it, how it correlates with everything else that your body needs to do. But also understanding that 
repetitious activities, things that you're doing a lot, especially most sports, you're doing things unilaterally. So we can't possibly train the other side in balance. You're going to know and understand that there's going to be certain asymmetries and certain areas of tightness. And that's because of your sport or your activity that you're doing repetitively. So that's just more information again. When I work with athletes, am I going to try to correct every single imbalance and every single aspect of tightness? That's a yes and no. It really depends. And what I'm looking at is I'm understanding how the athlete is moving as a whole, everything that they need to do in daily life and sport. And that's my plan to individualize, okay, what kinds of areas do you need to mobilize, stretch? Do we need to work on? Do we need to strengthen? And all of those considerations in order to make sense of the signal of tightness. So in a nutshell, just take into consideration all of the things that you're doing. For daily activities, maybe it's something like you're sitting for majority of the day. So you just understand that some of the tightness here, we need to do certain things to alleviate the negative effects of sitting, which means that maybe you need to not only stretch, but you need to strengthen certain areas because as you sit longer and longer, these muscles, these areas shut down a little bit. And if those muscles are weak, then that's going to contribute to your excessive tightness. And also just understanding that you need to get some movement. You know, that could be the real underlying issue is like if you're sitting all day, not getting any types of movement, your body is just really stiff and stuck in one posture. The stretching will help, but really it's getting that movement in, finding ways to exercise, finding ways to incorporate some types of activities that you enjoy doing to get you to move in ways that counteract the sitting again. So these are just some examples. I'm just giving some of the ways that I interpret what the tightness is trying to tell the patient or also tell me as a practitioner. Now, the big ones that we're going to talk about, this is kind of with sports and daily activities is tightness is usually something that will point to compensations, asymmetries, muscle imbalances, weaknesses in your body. And this again is you're trying to take into consideration everything that's going on in that person to see what can you do to make them move better which will in turn alleviate some of the restrictions and tightness that they're feeling. And also, the less tight and restricted that they feel, you'll be able to strengthen and get them to move even better. So they kind of play off of each other there. If you are just working on tightness alone by just stretching or just doing some soft tissue work, and we never correct the way that they're moving or using their body, then really the tightness and what I see time after time will always just come back. It's just really a temporary feeling of relief or feeling that they got a little bit looser but as soon as they get back to their normal ways of moving or maybe they're not strengthening the right areas of their body then what happens is the body doesn't even know how to use this new mobility new range of motion or just move without having these types of restriction because the restriction again could help them create some a false sense of stability could help to make them move a little better because the muscles that need to do the movement is weak so stiffness is helping out but this could be a whole nother episode in a nutshell all you need to know from this is that movement and tightness they kind of work hand in hand they are strongly related to each other and a lot of times if we address how someone's moving you'll feel less tight in certain areas because that tightness was probably trying to help out certain asymmetries, muscle imbalances, any type of weak muscle weakness as well. And the last thing that I want to mention, and of course there could be many other causes that I do see, but these are probably the most common things that I see, 
Emotional stress or just stress in general can cause a lot of tightness. Now, more in the upper body, more in the neck, shoulders, back area.、Um, when you're stressed, those are the muscles that tend to take over things like breathing, take over things like you just feeling and holding a lot of tension in these areas because of excess stress. And it could be mental, emotional, any type of stress really affects how our muscles respond and how our body just holds tension. And I think that's one of the big things. And this is ways that we need to figure out okay, what is actually causing the tightness again? Because if it's more emotional and mental stress, then massaging out all of the tightness, massaging out soft tissues, that is going to give again temporary relief. But really, the plan of attack should be to help someone find ways that they can effectively de stress. And that will probably be more effective than any type of manual therapy or massage technique that you can apply because the cause, again, is not purely physical. That's just the symptom, or that's just where the tightness is presenting. Okay, so once you can interpret what the tightness is trying to tell you, The language that it's speaking to you, then you can find ways to alleviate and minimize tightness. And there's so many different ways that you can do this.、Um, of course, for the mechanical things, it's more stretching,、um, myofascial release, active movement, you know, getting blood flow to the area and making sure that it can recover. So, all of these things will help to. Alleviate some of the mechanical tension. Other factors could be hydration, especially if it's something due to training, right? If it's you're trying to recover from training, hydration will be a big one. Also, nutrition, just eating well, giving your body the things it needs to recover your muscles,、um, and having a well balanced diet. Sometimes, if it's with training, though, you can do all of these techniques as stretching, myofascial release, you know, getting some light movement, but sometimes you just need time to recover. And this is a key component, especially this day and age when we're talking about sleep and recovery so much more. This is where understanding what your body can do in a workout and understanding how to progressively get stronger. So, for example, like once you're with a team workout, you should be in condition, you should have adequate strength to do in season workouts. And that should be all built up in the preseason and the offseason. And in the off season, that's really when you get to address some of the strength and conditioning issues. Because if your strength and conditioning is lacking and the workouts are so taxing on your body, you're going to need a long period of time to recover. And if you can't recover adequately before the next training session, then it's just going to start to break down your body slowly, little by little. So, what you want to do is really address the strength and conditioning component and make sure that you give yourself adequate time to build up whatever that is. If that's cardio, if, if that's strength training, if that's power exercises, you want to make sure that you can recover well before your next session. And honestly, if you pay attention to the recovery, then that will help you to get stronger, quicker, more athletic, faster. So, recovery, what I'm trying to say is that recovery sometimes it just needs time. Because if you did way too much last workout, all of the massage, rolling, hydration, all of that in the world, your body only can recover so quickly. It's more addressing, like, maybe that was a little bit too much at this point in time. Let me give my body a more appropriate load and volume so that I can recover and actually get stronger and stronger as the training sessions go on. And the other components, especially when it comes to mental, emotional health, is finding ways to de stress. Because if you are under a lot of stress, 
there can be a lot of physical tension that comes to the surface. And that could be presented as a lot of excessive tightness or restriction or stiffness or just being uncomfortable. So you want to make sure that you do techniques to help to de-stress, manage stress, and cope with stress. Again, it's not trying to eliminate all stress because our body adapts to the right amounts of both positive and negative stresses. So it's just finding ways to manage your stress levels. And also another good thing to do, especially when we're talking about any of the techniques to alleviate any of this tightness and tension, is to breathe. Understanding how to regulate breathing. Breathe through your nose. And coordinate this with relaxing physical tension, relaxing physical tension, but also relaxing your mind and getting things to feel like, okay, I'm getting back to this baseline where I'm down regulating my system and not always so ramped up in this sympathetic state. So these are some ways that we can alleviate or minimize some of the tightness and understand how to manage and even interpret what is the tightness trying to tell your body. I think that's the biggest thing. Not all causes of tightness is the same. So we need to understand what is the tightness trying to tell us? Is this telling us maybe we just need to stretch more? Or is this telling us maybe we got to back off with how much training volume we have? Or is it telling us, hey, we're not hydrating enough? Or, you know, the last point that I made is maybe I need to focus on managing stress. So all of this is very, very important. And the way the reason that is so important is because this also can apply to helping other areas of your life, training and non-training areas to thrive. And that's the important component. If our body can function better, uh, not only physically, but mentally, emotionally, everything that we're doing, we're going to be able to get more out of all of the things that we need to get done, whether that's at work, whether that's training, whether that's playing your sport, Whatever it is that you're doing, this is going to benefit all these different areas of your life. Uh, The second thing that I want to mention is that for tightness, whenever we're performing or trying to do anything explosive, tightness is something that is really going to inhibit our performance or the way that we can generate power or explosiveness. Now, this is a key component, especially when I'm trying to train speed with any client or athlete. If you're holding a lot of excessive tension, whether that's voluntary or involuntary, that is really going to restrict how fast you can move your body and how much force you can produce. I always use the example, think about throwing a ball. Now, if I were to tell you to throw it as far as you could, the people that can throw it the farthest, they have the timing down right and they usually feel very loose. It's like your muscles feel loose so you can access all of that movement and range of motion, but also your muscles are able to fire quickly at the right time. There's no restrictions, nothing inhibiting your movement. And that's really how you get the ball to go as far as you can. Now, if you tell someone, okay, it looks a little too fluid, create a lot of tension, like create tension all over your body and try to throw the ball as far as you can. Guaranteed, they're not going to feel as good. And the performance or the the distance of how far you can throw the ball will be substantially reduced. That's because you have all of this excessive tension at times and through the range of motion that is really inhibiting how well you can move your arm and actually throw the ball and exert some force. 
So that's something to think about. Whatever it is, if it's running, jumping, sprinting, if you're really tight from a workout, you're not going to be able to run and jump as fast or as high as you can. But also, if you're creating a lot of tension because of technique or other things that are influencing this tightness, you're not going to be able to get that much out of the exercise either. So this is very important to understand that tightness affects performance, and it's finding ways to manage everything and understand what is the tightness telling us. The more that you can pay attention and interpret what the tightness is trying to say to you, the more that you'll be able to prevent injuries. You'll be able to move better, which is key, because moving better will improve everything that you're doing, whether that's sport activity or just daily living. And the bottom line is, if you start to understand all of this, your performance in life will start to go through the roof, and you'll start to make a lot of gains. So this is overall my short episode on understanding what tightness is actually telling you, and hopefully you can find some. Good ways to alleviate or address any excessive tightness, and typically we want to get rid of tightness so that we feel looser and just more fluid throughout the day. And these are also ways that will help you to recover well and get the most out of your exercises. Overall, everyone keep staying fit, keep working out, and I hope everyone is staying safe. If anyone has any feedback, please let me know. Contact me through my website. You can email me at andrew at hnlmovement.com. Also, tag me and give me any feedback on social media at hnlmovement. And I will be here same time, same place next week. Have a great week, everyone. Aloha. <laughs>